0: I didn't get to ask before you started, but what's a scat? I was oh, like, "When you bop along." Uh,
1: yeah, I thought it was like, like poop. I was like, "What are you talking about?" Like, I, I the term literally means like beep boop babana babanu doo ba 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 beep 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 boop and just kind of like making music with your like like the scat names that scan oh she be doing got on no scat welcome everybody to the number 1 scat lover podcast in the world this is broken campfire podcast sure i greet every just said we are a video game based podcast uh, that also talks about some other media. And we have typically five people with us today. There's just the four, myself, the host, Andy, and then three other hosts, John Flask and Greg, with Vito, who has fucked off.
2: He's not enough of a scat fetishist for our tastes. Oh, well, I
1: wouldn't. <laughs> hey, I wouldn't call us that, man. I mean, I'm a fan. You know, it's not like my only thing. Yeah. You know?
2: Uh-huh. It's not like your only fan.
1: All right, I'm not only fan of scat, you know? Okay. All right. Uh, We got a good show tonight. We're going to talk about some Starfield eventually. I know a lot of you gamers out there are playing it, but before we get into that, Flask, uh, as is tradition, we've all been playing a um, really talked about, highly anticipated AAA video game, and you haven't. So what have you been doing?
2: Uh, shit. What do people do aside from that, really? I mean, just, just look at I birds. Guess nothing.
1: Yeah. Is she any good bird.
0: I lately? should get
2: into bird watching. That would be a good replacement. I think about this. I, mean, I think
1: I'm getting a little book. Every now and then I see a bird fly by. Oh, Knowing nothing boy. about birds, I think to myself, is that the kill deer? Is that a kill deer? And maybe one careful. of those times you were right. Yeah, hey, better be Sometimes careful
0: like a skinwalker or something dressed up like a little bird.
1: Well yeah, I mean I thought you were saying is, skinwalker you know. was a bird, which honestly it probably is.
0: Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Little skin oh, a little bird that turns into a skinwalker when you take when you look at it, take a photo of it, explode oh no. like
1: a twelve foot like uh whatever the hell they are. I'm saying that I think there's probably a bird out there whose name is Skinwalker. Much, oh, like, yeah. much like I'm referencing a real bird by the name Killdeer.
2: Oh. Well, I think that I, whenever I see a bird, I think, is that a Tobias? Like an Animorph? Is that a kid? I
3: don't you guys
4: should that.
2: stop thinking that. Yeah, I,
3: should, I think oh, about
0: okay. what you the government's doing things. when
1: I uh, look at the birds. <laughs> You, you wonder if that's Greg, a government Greg, Greg sees a flock of birds flying by and he fucking squints and goes, I see you, motherfucker.
2: <laughs> I flipped them <laughs> off. I, I know the
0: government's looking at me.
2: You can't flap anything past Greg. No, sir. Um, as for what I've been doing, uh, weird shit that's not really relevant to podcast content, but um, you know, one thing that is always relevant to podcast content is okay. anime
0: it's true
2: okay. it's true yeah. um so as you guys know i've always been more of a uh manga reader than an anime watcher um which means right, that there right. are, are quite a few essential anime shows i haven't seen um and you're not off my, the list yeah my thought is always like oh i'll get to them eventually well i got to this one eventually i got to this one um I always heard that it was uh, genre defining in its genre defiance. And that's uh, m- uh, Madoka Magica. Madoka Magica. Madoka Magica. Madoka? Madoka. You watch Madoka? Madoka? I watch Madoka. Dude. It's actually like Quella <laughs> Magical Girl. It's like Magical Girl, Madoka Magica. <laughs> Because yeah,
0: I you get. Me, I, 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 get. I'm on the wavelength. Just trying to wrap here. my
3: head around something here, right? So you had, you picked an anime.
0: It's about magical girls, John. Well,
3: hold on, hold on, hold on. He had an anime, and he picked one about magical girls when One Piece was out there.
2: Well, was, I've, you know. I've had experience with One Piece. I don't. Right. I, I, well, yeah, I was I'm, planned to reread One Piece, but like,
3: it's, no, this is an anime. It's a whole different journey. You know what I mean?
2: So you're saying that bold. if I need, if I'm gonna watch an anime, it better be One Piece, or else.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. Just, um, I, I get where you're coming from. I I understand. Um, bold stance, but you know, I think I think you're not wrong. Um. But like like a bird, spy or not, I need to spread my wings from time to time and, and try things, okay? Can't all all right. be all right. so one piece of side. You
3: this was
0: pretty good?
2: Uh, yeah, so like for context, it's a magical girl show as the name implies, yeah, um, but... Huh? Can
0: I, so just to put like a quick thing off, uh, did you watch the anime or you you just watched the like the, the original anime or did you watch like one of the movies or one of the fucking thousands of other things they got going on?
2: Right. That's a good, that's a good question. I watched the original 12 episode anime series. I think it's 12. Right? From like 2011. Yeah. And then I gotcha. watched the two recap movies, which was like unnecessary, but I watched them anyway. They just basically recap the show I just watched. And then I watched <laughs> Rebellion, which is the third movie, and that is a, a sequel to this series. And uh by extension, the the recap movies. So I watched that like the core stuff from the series. And there's like a new movie coming out soon.
0: I was I was just gonna say they like just announced a new movie uh, a couple yeah. of days ago. After many, many years. Or like sure so
2: I guess anticipating that. Yeah. Um But there's, yeah, as Greg is saying, there's tons of other like assorted related side stories and materials and stuff like that that I could I'm not gonna get into that that stuff. I'm just I watch the core series and the movies. Um and so yeah it's considered like the primary the the premier deconstruction of that genre the magical girl genre um and it is good. Uh I do have a like a pre-existing fascination with with anime deconstructions. Like I'm into the works of uh uh mohiro kito like uh like shadow star and Bokurano, i really like those i th- they always give me like a a weird interesting vibe um I've, I've i've read both of those i have not yet watched the the anime adaptations but uh, Bokurano especially I, I like for some reason <laughs> um but yeah uh madoka magica very well paced show very easy to watch uh doesn't overstay its welcome only 12 episodes, like I said. Um, and the, the artistry is very on point throughout. It's like they really tried their best. Um, and the art style shifts all over the show are, are really cool. Um, it has, like, actual nuanced writing for the most part. Um, it's like in the the higher tier of, of anime shows where it's, like, actually trying. Um, it's definitely not perfect in all respects. And it did also leave me with some... Uh, like, complex takeaways to sort through, uh, especially after watching the sequel movie, which totally upends how the series resolved. Like, it's just a completely different direction, new ending. Um, But with the new movie coming, I guess I'll be watching that and seeing where the hell they, they take the story so many years later. It's, you know, it's like, it's always tough when there's a sequel so many years after the original stuff came out it's like are they going to hold true to the original vision and right. is it even the same people making it and um but i'm sure you know the fans of the the franchise are hotly anticipating this new one greg so you have ha- what's your experience with it
0: uh i watched the uh the 12 uh, original anime episodes like a couple of years back i haven't watched any of the movies okay Uh, I was, I did talk, I was talking to my friend, Eric, though, uh, a couple of days ago, we were talking about the new movie, and we were probably going to watch all of them. So it is very, you know, it's very funny, (laughs) Flash, that you're bringing this up.
2: Yeah, I I didn't even watch the series because of the new movie coming out. I only learned there was a new movie coming out after I started watching it. Like, I've had it on my list, obviously, but I, I didn't do it because of that. So that's interesting timing. And yeah, so if you, did you watch the series like years ago? Yeah. Okay. So if you I, were I going it all, to yeah, like a few years back. watch uh, Rebellion in advance of the new movie and you wanted to like rewatch stuff, the, the two recap movies before Rebellion just like totally nicely cover the series. The, I would definitely recommend someone who's watching it for the first time watch the series first. Cause there's more content. To yeah, that, that's and, if
0: anything, I would definitely. I feel like the recaps would be for the best. I don't yeah. want to watch mommy, uh, mommy get horribly uh, murdered again in the beginning. <laughs> but yeah, whatever.
2: Yeah. Um, th- the movies do a pretty good job of uh, of recapping the important stuff. And I I was under the impression that they would add more stuff. But they didn't really. They, I mean, I think there's maybe a few details, but it's it's the same story basically. So well, yeah. that's good. Uh, Madoka Magica and
0: uh, Wellamagi, Madoka Magica,
2: <laughs> pretty good, pretty good, pretty good.
4: All
1: right, pretty good.
2: Um, hey, great,
1: can you do me a favor? Yeah, I need it for up? good content, but can you try the sleep noise? You're so good at the sleep noise. The sleep noise, oh, I don't want to be that person,
0: but the sleep noise is buh who does that. I make try to. I don't know if that may,
1: oh really, yeah, oh, that's ah. that's Bob that does that, well, imagine like that Bob just did a, a really cool sleep noise, like that
4: kind of thing
1: no, yeah exactly, no that's that's what I'm talking about Greg. that noise. okay,
0: oh, I don't know, I think usually no I thought that never comes in well because whenever I do that, Bu usually does it too, and it's way
1: better <laughs> Well, yours yours is i yours is memorable. Uh, um, well, that's funny. <laughs> anyway, that was me the last few minutes. What do you have? <laughs>
2: oh, yeah. That's great, Andy. That's very. That's very positive. That's. I, I love when you interject and make sure your feelings are known on everyone's topics. Um, I was. I had hey, to my seat. Thank you, John. With, uh, with I magical girl brand, energy you know. flowing
1: around me. Somebody has good, to speak good. for the people who don't care for care about anime. Mm-hmm. Right. It's all professional. Um,
2: uh, the only other thing I've like done podcast wise is uh, me and Andy and uh, Alex played some Payday Three. Um, yeah, the uh, had a open, open beta release. Yeah. Now this is shortly, um, shortly, shortly before release of the actual full game. They had a little open beta, and it's close. It's really close to release. <laughs> <laughs> which is not good for them. It ain't good for them that a, it's this close. Flask, this, what, this whatever you're about to say,
1: just keep in mind it was a six month old build.
2: Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah, so I, don't fine, even, even, I shouldn't even talk. I shouldn't even, I should, no criticisms. Uh, six yeah. months old. We'd We'd probably you, talk uh, about why payday would you, why would you at some point? But six months build. It's the- a good question. Greg. Great question. Coming out in like
1: a week. This is a good question, Greg. Great question. Um, we probably talk about Payday 2 at some point, but me and Flask and Greg all played it a lot together back in the day. Um, it was kind of one of our games. I have, I'm not going to check, but probably several hundred hours in Payday 2. Didn't keep up with it throughout all the years. I mean, I know they've done pretty much a lot of content over the last, especially like three or four years, they started going back at it after failed projects. So uh, I haven't played any of that. But I think it's fair to say, Flask, that I, I don't know what your expectation was. Based on the developer's trajectory, I don't know if I was expecting anything good, but I kind of wanted it to be good.
2: Yes. I based didn't on even on the get, to, didn't get to be able to play it. You don't really need to have I didn't think it looked If you dag- play I mean, Payday 2, you pretty much know what to expect, except slightly worse in some ways, maybe slightly. Uh the, the terms we were using were like dumbed down, consolidated, uh made to be a little more like... What what, what term did you use, Andy? I think you used a different... Another term. Um, streamlined, maybe? Streamlined. Accessible? I don't know. Yeah, like supposed to be accessible, but what they're really doing is like just making it a, a worse experience by trying just to... In the complexity it. of the experience. Yes, you know yes. I mean? Um... So you don't really you it, it, we didn't really get much out of it in terms of like anything as a new experience. It was fine um to actually play, but um based on the yeah based on what's been going on with um with Starbreeze over the past many years, it's like pretty pretty predictable <laughs> that this product would turn out to be mediocre at best um I mean they've continued to support Payday 2 and but I I think I think their days of actually like being at the forefront of anything and making like interesting new titles maybe just done forever. Yeah, it's not great. Um but the the big the elephant of the room for Payday 3 was of course that in the open beta there were terrible technical issues that we were encountering. Um, And not just just us, you know. It seemed to be a widespread issue. Widespread thing. Um, The matchmaking just straight up broken. And um, we only got to actually get into a few games by like very uh, desperate and uh, persistent trying different things to even get the fucking game to work. It was it was ridiculous. We almost didn't play because we were going to quit, but we kept going. Oh, maybe we'll try this one last thing that we can think of, and then finally our one last thing paid off, got us into a few games, and then it stopped working. After that, we we couldn't get into games anymore. It just stopped working, and it was broken again. It was it was terrible. Um, whether this was like a a six month old build beta issue. Who knows, but really, really not a good look for payday three of the game. Um, and just, re- I think, really soured us on the game from the beginning. And then even getting into the game, we were not enthused about the product. We were not impressed. Um, it was kind of like payday two again, but maybe worse.
1: <laughs> but maybe worse. I mean, the shooting, like, we ended up just having to go wild every time. Uh, for actually, uh, yeah, we can get into that in a minute, but we had to go out every time. I think the shooty bits felt probably exactly the same as Payday Two, but the key thing is that we only did a few rounds, and it's not like we could try out a bunch of different weapons. And most importantly, I think for a Payday game, the skill progression. Um, so no idea how that's gonna feel. Payday, the shooting did feel pretty much the same. It's really like the stealth. Which I think, me and Flask, it's probably mine and your favorite part of the game. I really like the stealth that feels watered down, which is kind of like lame, because like, you don't need to do that, you know? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> just let, let people do stealth if they want to like go try hard at it. That was part of why it was fun to do stealth in Payday 2 because it wasn't easy. And this game, it's stuff like, um, infinite zip ties. It's stuff like you don't have to put people in body bags to carry them around. It's stuff like you, um, uh, if you get caught, or if you kill three people in Payday Two, uh, you uh, three guards, uh, you're you're basically caught. You have a timer because you you just fuck you fuck up too much. In this game, there's ways around it, and you know I'm not saying that like I'm sure there's people going to be people who love it and say that it makes it a better game because you don't have to do the tedious stuff as much. But like the tedious stuff is also kind of what was the fun for me in Payday Two, like yeah. what I'm what they would call tedious. I mean um that that was disappointing but like truthfully we didn't like you said didn't get much of a chance to really evaluate the game's features and changes because over a two-ish hour session we played two full games
2: yeah only a couple only a few uh it's tough too because i think we were trying to give the gameplay a fair shake when we actually got in but like I mean we I spent forty five
1: minutes trying to get in. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like we were we were trying to be like
2: put yeah.
1: And we yeah. did have fun.
2: Yes. I would say we had fun. Because, it, because it's still it. a payday experience once you're in it. Yeah. Uh at least to some extent. But yeah, it's it's tough because like even though we were trying to give it a fair shake, we we weren't really able to engage with all the systems. There was one mission available to us, um, which is you know fine. It's a open beta. But like one, one mission was available, and we were trying to go stealth and like keep it stealth, but it didn't really work out. And it didn't, there we, which even is, one time, which, we like it's encountered not necessarily maybe a problem with the game, right? Where like a guard triggered on you, even though there it didn't make sense that you were like, you were second time. yeah.
1: The, the first time is also kind of funny. I mean, it's not really whatever they, they change stuff up. But for a game that's exactly like Payday 2 in almost every way, I don't know why they decided to change some of the default control scheme. I looked it up after because it wasn't just me fucking up. Like, hitting G was how you, like, threw body bags and stuff. Oh, yeah. So the first time we got caught is because I hit G and threw a grenade at a bad time. And it's because I was trying to, I'm pretty sure, get rid of a guy I'd I'd picked up. You know what I mean?
2: I think the controls must be different. If we're wrong about that, that would be very strange because all of us. We we are not. I I confirm. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Alex was even saying the same thing. And I was I was also I none of us knew the controls, even though we played tons of payday two. We were trying to figure it out for the first little while. Um so the all
1: most of salient... Of, oh, go so ahead. I think you're getting to the same place I was.
2: All of it kind of combined to to give us this impression of like just not not great. <laughs> you know, just like even though it theoretically could be similar to payday two and fun. Um, and for all we know, we could have like, you know, kept it stealth and, and, uh, done the, the mission in a few different ways and, and tried it out and stuff like that. Um, just, there were a lot of little things and little changes and, um, and then of course the, the bugs or the, uh, the broken like matchmaking surrounding that, that just brought it down, you know, in our esteem. Yeah just really dragged the whole experience down.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, it, it's disappointing. Um, but, you know, all that plus the fact that this was the beta weekend before release kind of just speaks to like, oh man, I wonder how wonder how fucked up this thing is going to be when they try to like release all the maps they have and all the content. You know what I mean? Because this hmm. was a very limited slice of content. And it, it just didn't it barely
2: worked you know what I mean <laughs> yeah barely functional thing uh oh um you alluded to it but also I guess that we didn't really engage with the um leveling up system obviously because it was just you know trying to yeah. game out but apparently it's like that too is very consolidated and may just be like a shadow of its former self and I think the the uh the, the ranking up system and the um, the card system that they used for like skills and stuff like that in in Payday Two, um, we put a lot of time into that as as players. We we engage with that pretty heavily. I'm not gonna like uh, go out there and say it was like the best
1: system ever, but like I never had a
2: problem with it. You know, no, what I mean? like, it was good. We, we used it. We were into it. I don't, I mean, I don't remember yeah. ever having complaints. It was a good companion to the gameplay experience. And from what we understand, it's different and much reduced now.
1: And game. you wonder, like, how much of that is like good and intentional game design, and how much of that is it has to be different, right? I mean, it's been ten years. It's payday three. You know, it's not an update to payday two anymore.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. I'm still willing to give it a chance, especially if I hear that somehow all the 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 gamer defense hype is true, and that this build that we played was six months old for some reason, and that right. the build that is going to release. This weekend is is going to be actually good, but um, I'm, I'm going to check it out. But I don't have much faith in it. The game costs forty dollars too, which is insane. Uh, But also, Ooh, it's yeah. coming out day one on Game Pass. I'm pretty sure, right? You that
2: is that the I one think. saving grace for us. Yeah, so we can
1: try it out. But I'm at least going to wait until I, I've had it confirmed for me that friend of matchmaking is working. Yeah, it's kind of. I, I wasn't even going to bring this up as a negative because in a network test, I do actually get this one, but it was kind of a pain in the ass that like we couldn't even just make a private lobby. You know what I mean? Like We had to... Again, I think me and Flask mostly wanted to try all the stealth, but we had to deal with just a random person. The actually, the game that we got furthest was the game where shit just almost totally bugged out, and we ended up in a lobby with just the three of
2: us. Mm-hmm. And a bot as the fourth... Uh... Uh, uh, heister (laughs) Um, yeah and also we didn't even mention that some of the people that we got matched with had like insanely high levels and it was clear that something was terribly wrong Um, either hackers or just the game bugging out unclear
1: (laughs) yeah I think there was both both of those happening there was definitely I I think at least one confirmed hacker Yeah. yeah Max level.
2: So yeah, matchmaking was just um, fucked. Payday three.
1: Payday three. I would like to give it a positive update in a couple of weeks. We'll see. That'd be nice. Yeah, that's I doubt it.
2: it Oh, okay. John. John says no. That's uh that's it for me.
1: Thanks, Flask, for the Kimation, mommy Tomo, Polela, Maggie, Madoko, Magica overview.
2: That was pretty close. Yeah, so you, homie. Got some, you got some of the right syllables. I there. tried.
1: I tried. That was that was a genuine attempt, as well as the Payday 3 breakdown. Um, we'll move on to me, and I'm going to kind of wrap everybody else into stuff. But there's a few things I've touched on that everybody else has, too. And then we'll get into Starfield. Uh, first off, I we, we actually didn't talk about this because we didn't have an episode last week, but I saw the first couple episodes of the live-action One Piece. And you guys saw, I think, some more. Um, the, at least what I saw as a non One Piece fan, I didn't hate it. I it probably like the best anime live action thing I've seen so far.
4: I just uh, remember that I watched...
1: never
0: watched the rest. <laughs> we have watched six episodes. No, I think we watched five, right? I believe. Uh... Well, maybe you guys uh, watched we... six no we I was the last episode I watched with you. uh, I thought it was the sixth one, but you're right, right. Well, we watched five or six um
3: and yeah yeah i mean i I dig it. I mean, my opinion hadn't changed too much i don't I don't think that if you were i don't know, maybe if you just stumbled across its on Netflix, I don't think it's gonna be like the next big thing for you, but yeah i mean i I think it's watchable, I think it's okay. I mean, maybe I'm a little well. Obviously, I'm biased here, but yeah, I do think it's the best uh, live-action adaptation.
2: It's kind of like yeah, that thing yeah. of like pretty decent. It's, it's never going to be a replacement for either the manga or the anime because it's just like they cannot recreate the the artistry of those things. But like, as far as unnecessary live-action adaptations of anime go, this one's one of the best so far, probably. It's one of the yeah, most consistently, you know, yeah, like, solid. Agree.
1: I'm definitely starting to border into overthinking a territory, but, like, just thinking on what I... Trying to think hard about what I really liked about the first couple episodes, the things that are are different, is that none of the writing was cringe, really. Like, there weren't moments where I was like, they really said that? Like, oh my god. You know what I mean? Which is often, yeah. like, the the case with these shows. And the main cast seemed to capture the energy of the characters from what I remember the first 20 episodes. <laughs> I didn't watch much, but I did watch the parts that were covered in the show. Capture the energy of the characters was really good. Like, Luffy was a lot of fun, you know what I mean? He didn't feel, like, out of the, too out of the world, you know what I mean? At least for yeah. me.
3: No, no, I'm with you. I mean, I think more or less. Yeah, I mean, obviously their anime characters are a little crazier. You can never totally capture it. But even, like, uh, you know, I was a little worried about, you know, some of the funnier-looking characters. Like, you know, the first... Elvita, you know, the, the first pirate they meet, you know, she's a yeah. giant lady and, I mean, obviously they didn't make a giant lady, but the, the actor they, or the actress they picked was, I think she worked as fine. It was pretty was ugly, like, oh, yeah. yeah. I was like,
1: yeah, that's Elv- Yeah, I didn't call her ugly, <laughs> but I was like, yeah, that's Elvita. I'm just joking, I'm just joking. Uh, <laughs> she was, she looked fine. She looked good. Yeah, no, uh, I mean, but, so, so But yeah, so so far, it was a good imitation.
3: Alright, going up to episode five, or maybe six. I think it's five, the only reason I think it's five, because we watched Episode three and four, which were the kinda of like the Usopp episodes. Uh Usopp was fine. I, I liked his actor. Um the the episodes were almost like a little bit of a horror episode, especially four. Because it was Captain Kuro, this guy with like blade hands, and he was and this is you know different from the anime, he was chasing Usopp, Nami, and um I forget her stupid name, Usopp's friend, like around the mansion. You know, and like hunting them basically. Like, they're in the walls. He's like stabbing through the walls. You know, and then Luffy shows up and saves the day. Um, yeah, so I like those. And then I remember the next episode we watched had um, Mihawk in it.
0: They got to Barity. Yeah, 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 they yeah. We are so we're on next episode. We're on next six. You're, you're right, right.
3: You're right. You're right. We've seen Sanji. Uh, yeah, they got to uh, Barity. Which is like a floating restaurant, so they're meeting Sanji. And then, um and then yeah, yeah, Greg's right. And then yeah, Mihawk and Zoro had their duel, which was pretty cool. Um Yeah, I mean so far, yeah, so I think we had two episodes left. I think the, uh, we're probably gonna meet Arlong and then fight our This it's eight episodes, right? Eight or ten. Eight, I think it's eight. episodes. Uh, yeah,
0: so- I just saw a thing on uh, Twitter where I guess the guys like for the show they they're they could, they want to do at least six seasons
1: of this, shoot. So, we'll see how that goes. I mean, they they have enough source content that they could just keep iterating as long as the money faucet keeps churning. You know what I mean? That is, yeah. I guess, mm-hmm. kind of the fun fun of this kind of adaptation is that, like, not only can't, it has the possibility of endless source material and reasons to follow along it, so we can just has endless content to adapt from, and also. You're not gonna care whenever it gets canceled. Like, who cares, you right? I mean, I feel like that—that's the kind of a, a level of involvement we'll have. Is when you hear it's gonna get canceled, you're not gonna be disappointed, right? But, yeah. I mean, I'm not—I'm not even saying like because it's bad. It's just One Piece itself is not even over. You know what I mean? Like, right? Yeah. No way it's just that,
3: like a add-on, add-on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh no, with yeah, so far digging it
1: uh i guess the only other thing to note is uh sorry real quick the only other thing to note, just real quick special effects have been pretty good for what you can expect out of this kind of show uh i was kind of surprised that the the buggy fight could have been really bad i thought it was fine
4: yeah yeah
3: yeah i mean if you want to really nitpick there's like a scene or two where you could be like all right that was that was kind of weird looking I well, think and, yeah, you know overall, they're definitely
1: doing convenient cuts that sometimes just so they don't have to do as much animating, whatever.
3: Right, and when you know even further on, you see Luffy do some more weird stretching stuff, and yeah, I think it looks, I think it looks
1: good. Uh, sorry, it's, that's what were you say?
2: Well, as to the like the effects and the action scenes and stuff, it's it's always it's like from the jump you're gonna have the the shonen jump from the jump you're gonna have um, like the the glaring issue of you are trying to adapt a cartoon you know that that can yeah. do anything with its animation so like that's why i just don't really get these live action adaptations like conceptually it's like what what are you gaining from this you, you that do, it feels more you gain, real
1: like look I, you know you gain money That's what it is. Well, yes,
2: (laughs) of course. And
1: and I'm I'm not trying to like just make the obvious point. I'm just saying that like sometimes you can set out to gain money and then accidentally or on purpose make something that's decent and that's fine. Like this, this show seems to be, you know what I mean? But like, I, I know what you mean. There's not like an artistic or innovative reason why you do this. You just do it because you can, it'll be fun to do. And most importantly, it'll make a lot of money.
2: Yeah, like I can't even imagine what their fake bullshit PR uh, claims would be. They're 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 sort of like the things that they say in interviews. You know, I can't even imagine what those would be in terms of like what this is offering uh, on its own merits. You know,
3: like a new and exciting look at the world of One Piece.
2: Right. It's just like oh, bring, this is bring a One different Piece way to, of to an all new it. demographic. <laughs> right. The, the, I the can't b- wait to see what Big Mom looks anime. like.
1: See, see, see what One Piece, uh, the magic of One Piece done in live action. That's that's pretty right. much all they have to say. Because the thing is, like, you you don't care, and I don't care. But I look at somebody like my mom; they would never fucking watch an anime. Like, yeah, just making it a good story that's not anime is actually, I guess, a reason. Because if only again for money. Because there's just a lot of people who that specifically buy into. I guarantee you. There is a going to be a lot of One Piece live action fans who don't touch the anime.
2: That's probably they'll like know about
1: stuff head. because of like they'll like look on the the wiki and shit and like get like the spoilers. But that, that's probably the most involvement they'll ever put into the series beyond the Netflix show.
2: You're probably yeah. right that like that would be the talking point that they would probably use promotionally, yeah. reaching new demographics. And and I can't imagine much else beyond that. Um, but actually, the question I was going to ask uh, you guys was like, because uh, I, I, too, have only watched the first two episodes so far. I kind of forgot the show existed. Um, do they, I felt like in the first arc, they didn't really engage with the themes of the, the story arc that they were adapting because they just didn't have time, really. They kind of had to hit the the highlights and not really, like, get into the, I don't know, the character arcs within that. Do, does that kind of, does the pattern sort of continue um, where it's like a shallower version of the story arcs, like with with Usopp's story and with the Barati arc, and would you guys say that it's like that? They even,
3: yeah, I mean things are definitely going quickly. Um, yeah, Usopp's was definitely a little bit more rushed. Like he didn't have like the little kid brigade with him. Oh, okay, and stuff. Um, they did do. They did end up doing Zoro's like actual flashback kid backstory. You know. Mm-hmm. in episode five or six. I'm assuming they're gonna do NAMI's and you know when they're fighting Arlong. long. Um Yeah. So yeah, I mean yeah, obviously you're sacrificing a little bit of that because that's fucking half of normal one piece episodes just fucking flashbacks, <laughs> people remembering shit. So for the better or worse, yeah, things are definitely definitely moving faster. I mean I think we kinda yeah, did the the, the math. That, like, I mean there's eight episodes of this and they're getting to like episode like sixty something in the anime somewhere on there.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: But I mean they yeah, and I, there's not even there's not a ton of filler in the anime, right? So it's not like you can imagine ton, them getting yeah. much further if they cut shit.
2: Yeah, it's I Yeah, but know. I
3: mean they're hitting the major beats. I mean, you know, they they I mean obviously they're picking up all the straw hats, you know, uh you know, Usopp was still like a liar. Like they still did that. Like you know, he still ran through the town and was like pirate. pirate I imagine the they'll beginning. still do all the
1: big scenes, and then, right? You know, like at we the still end. saw yeah some weird. Yeah, if they can of the you think we can get rid
0: of like five hundred episodes by just getting rid of like the recap of every episode, <laughs> where it's like ten minutes of recap, boom, there's um, like a bunch of episodes. there. I
3: mean, there have been some small changes. That I mean, I, I I haven't looked at the general opinions. I don't know how people feel uh, in the Usopp episodes. Um in the anime the the guy i think his name might be Mary uh the the fucking sheep looking guy the other butler Oh the butler yeah yeah who gives him the ship in the anime Kuro kills him and throws him down a well Oh um not really a huge difference i mean he gives him the ship the lady gives him a ship who cares uh i guess they just wanted to show Kuro as like a you know a threatening villain or something
2: Right yes um
3: yeah small changes like that
1: you
2: know to make it more uh, cinematic tight kind of telling yeah yeah i think so yeah it's not i mean yeah get not be, being shallower about thematic and story arc and stuff like that that's not a deal breaker for the entertainment factor of like the this version of the the story you know it's not going to be competing yeah, with the source material yeah it's
3: like but, give and uh, take and actually yeah they kind of i mean i know they were in the anime i, I remember them at least they're more like background characters but they gave like kuro's like assistance like much more screen time and personality like i said the two episodes you know they're like chasing the three around the mansion it was basically a game like cat and mouse like we go kill them and catch them and you know before you know luffy gets here whatever or before the marines show up i think you'd like the episodes uh it was it was definitely different than the anime
2: okay okay I always liked. Uh, I ha- one of the one of the few volumes of the manga I actually like uh, owned physically was uh, the last one of the Kuro arc. You know the, the Usopp arc. So um, yeah, I always liked uh, Kuro as a as a villain, even though he's an early one in the scheme of things.
1: Can't wait until the final episode where they ruin it all by having Ace show up with Shanks and tell Luffy that he's ready for Gear Five.
2: <laughs> oh uh, yeah, one also uh, uh so we went through i just want to go into this because this is funny we um we were talking about how at the beginning of the show when they show uh gold d rogers execution on the the stand in the square or whatever in Logetown, um he does not say the to us iconic line of i i you know i put it all in one piece or I hit it away in one piece. Right. No, um, yeah, and no, so no, then I no, did no. research and apparently that was an invention of like the four kids dub. And that's the reason we're familiar with it as, as Americans, but um, the original Japanese and like a bunch of the, uh, the sub versions and even other dubbed versions, he doesn't actually say one piece he just kind of talks around that. Like I, I put it, I left it all there in that. We looked at a few,
3: one of them, he said one piece, one of them, he said one place,
2: one place. Yes. Which is the Funimation dub. That's what that is. And that sounds similar enough to one piece that we probably combined the four kids version and the Funimation version in our minds. And uh, just went with like, of course he said, he says one piece, you know, it's the name of the show. That's the impetus for the entire age of piracy. Uh, He says One Piece. He put his uh, treasure in One Piece. but (laughs) He doesn't actually say that, apparently. It's um, one of those Mandela effect things, I guess. I guess maybe the
1: interpretation from there is that like, I mean, if we're to think Odo is doing everything on purpose, the reason not to do that there is because the treasure is the One Piece. So saying I put my treasure in One Piece is weird, right?
2: Right, yeah.
3: Yeah, it's probably just like a mistranslation because I'm sure yeah. automation didn't give a shit or, or whoever didn't i mean whatever, the barely for kids yeah they're
2: just, they're yeah like for kids you're right in the universe pirates refer to his treasure as one piece is that right and like so mm-hmm. that's the what they call his treasure but he says uh you know i left it all in the certain place or one place um so it's not like they started calling it that because of what he said, I guess. Right. One piece. Yeah, it's one piece. One, one piece.
4: piece.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, Then just a quick shout out. While I ask, me and you started the portal escape room, which is a free DLC for escape simulator. I just want to highlight that that exists. It's apparently, yes. like an hour and a half to two hours long, um, and uh, at least what we played, we we did like two rooms in it. it was was pretty cool. I was
4: um, enjoying it.
1: Very, very in theme with Portal. Uh, you got cake jokes. You got a recipe for making cake. You know all the things you 2010 redditors love. But um, on the real though, it was it, it was pretty cool.
2: Yeah, the sort of aperture science like. Uh um satirical Static. exploitation of like test subjects and stuff like that was all in there um, yeah. and the puzzles themselves were up to the the usual standard that we've come to expect from escape simulator uh yeah so yeah i, I was enjoying it and i i want to uh, finish that up i want to continue that
1: it is a free dlc so if you already own the game be sure to download it check it out
2: yeah the amount of content that they put into escape simulator is pretty cool
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a whole world of Escape Simulator that we haven't even touched, but like, there's a community of people who are doing Escape Simulator in like groups of like eight plus. This portal room is designed to accommodate up to 10 players at once. Like, it's insane to think about.
2: To be fair, it was us two who were both very, very intelligent individuals. And we also had a third brain overseeing all of it named Alex. Oh, yeah. He is also genius level IQ, IQ. So. Right. We were it's basically like playing with like
1: 40 or 50 normal gamers.
2: Yes, yeah. Like 8 w- would be an underestimation of our intelligence level. Eight
1: yeah, so really it wasn't designed for us, but we're still in fun with it, somehow.
2: We bring ourselves down to that level to have fun with it.
1: How's Escape Academy going, Greg?
0: Uh, last time I asked Vito about that, I think you told me to go fuck
1: myself. I remember correctly. <laughs> that sounds about right he's not here so i will believe you 100
0: he's a violent young man i'll say it yeah he was really cruel about it and i was like dude come on we're smart we can do that and then he started like drooling and i got really uncomfortable so i just stopped asking him Drooling
3: and started just fucking just like making just just savage noises savage grunts
2: I hate when he starts shaking, like his whole body starts shaking, yeah. vibrating in place, because because you know he's just seething inside. He starts head foaming head. at Absolutely. the mouth sometimes. You've yeah. seen
3: him do that, right?
2: Absolutely.
0: Uh yeah, I've seen him do that you a few times. I thought that was just because, like the uh, the wolf bite. I thought he had like rabies or something. Well, if he does, well, there was that right. too.
3: Yeah. Uh, uh, what are
1: guy. we doing? One piece. One piece. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Hey, I was going to say, you know, you guys gave me shit for double downing on Twin Peaks last week, but
3: I brought up the One oh Piece topic. Oh my god, here we go. Twin Peaks, yeah. you're trying to talk about it. Here we go.
1: I, I don't got anything no, to say about No, thank you. No,
2: you did bring up the what One I Piece
1: say. topic.
0: I don't constantly think about Twin Peaks in my head. That's I got that meaning. One pla- I got. Th- I got
1: one place on the flow. Oh, I'm... Constantly reliving Twin peaks. Anyway, let's talk about the big one. Bethesda's Starfield, their first new IP since I guess the the Elder Scrolls, really, but no Fallout seventy six, right? New, <laughs> new IP though. he said. Oh yeah, you're right. Um Starfield it's come out. We've played it quite a bit among all of us. I don't know how much game time I have, but not as much as some of you guys. So I probably am like the six to ten hour mark, if I were to guess. Maybe ten hours. Um, I've John. Have you beat the game yet?
3: Hell yeah, no, he did, dude.
1: Right? Okay,
0: no, that was great. You beat it. done very little. Yes, in the main I story. Uh, I beat the game this morning.
2: Uh, just okay. just the I main think story. Uh, I keep meaning to pick it up, but I haven't yet. I just, I just like haven't. When, when I say pick it up, I mean like pick up, play the it. Yeah. game and play it. You know, uh, I just, I just haven't yet because I've been in moods. Just let me I know when like I should I mean. go into the bunker.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know if I have anything spoiler to say about it. Oh, okay, um, I could. Not, uh, if you guys do, let's let's talk a little bit non spoiler first, and then we can maybe get into spoilers. How about that?
3: Yeah, I mean like I said I could. I mean I don't initially have to. I was just, uh I have about sixty hours in it. Um I've done very little of the main story. Um i mostly I did I did enough to kinda get the companions off my back and be able to travel alone. Uh a, a tiny bit more, and then I've just been doing main quest stuff, or I mean side quest stuff. Um I've been digging in a lot. Um you know, me and Greg were talking about this a little bit before the show. I don't have like too much. There's, no, there's nothing about this game that blows me away. Um, there's nothing I'm like, this is you know the new thing. This is the new you know, standard. Uh, but I'm still really enjoying it. It's just like what they have there is pretty okay. And it does it good. I don't know. It's, it's hard to even describe it's- it beyond that for me.
2: Yeah, that seems to be the prevailing the prevailing just, sentiment I'm fun. hearing from all corners. I mean, I'm, I'm having so no, I'm sad, uh,
3: yeah, I'm having like a lot of fun, but like I said, there's nothing that I I don't think this is going to be I mean, I I know it. I'll put my money down. This isn't going to be like a Skyrim where this is in every single household. They're going to re-release it 10 times, you know, game of the generation. I think this is just going to be a good game they released.
1: I don't know if I even agree all with that. I think they're Definitely going to try it. Well, I don't know if they're going to release it over and over, but I think they're definitely going to try to make this their next big, mini year game. But
3: um, well, I think they're going to do DLC. But I, I don't. I mean, okay, let me say they can try, but I don't think this. I mean, I, this will not be anywhere near Skyrim. I mean, Skyrim. I about, I, I would agree. Yeah. I would
1: sorry. I would agree with that take. I okay. think they will definitely try though. That, that's what I will try to say. Yeah, yeah I, I can uh, see the
3: but I, it's not going to catch on. I mean, yeah. This. Uh, I just think back to when Skyrim came out. I mean, I had people who well, don't play video games, you know, we're playing Skyrim. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, you hear, like, celebrities talk about it in interviews. Oh, with I, spent a, I spent two hours playing Skyrim. It was insane. Like, all right, calm down.
2: Uh, well, let me ask Greg, as someone who's crushed the game now, um, do you see, like, Are do you see, like, a clear path for Starfield 2? Like, oh, there's going to be another game in this universe that can like definitively be the next you know leg of the journey the next chapter in this flask i literally
0: can't even wrap my head around talking about something like that in this with this game without spoiling
2: (laughs) it because okay the reason i ask is because like in elder scrolls and fallout there's very clearly a way to like keep going each time you know um Mm -hmm. like you can keep iterating and doing different regions and different uh ideas and riffing on the on the themes stuff like that i'm getting the impression from starfield just as an outsider that like it's so milquetoast <laughs> you know, I, 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 I,
1: well I, i'm gonna maybe agree without having done much at all in the main story because i saw just a tiny bit of spoilers i feel like the the main story is ultimately like asking the most important questions in the universe for these people and then, I assume, answers it by the end. So... so you know,
3: here's my theory, knowing zero spoilers. Um, just by the fact that there is a New Game Plus, and that this is a space game, I'm assuming you're going to find some sort of time loop, or you're going to find that the universe just repeats itself or something, and that is going to be their hook for New Game Plus. Uh, but, I mean, it's, huh. I mean, it's a game about like being in space. So I think... I mean, if if... If you give Fallout enough room just saying like, oh, there's America they can explore, other countries, I mean I think it's safe to say, yeah, I mean like there's other planets or other systems that, yeah, they could make another game for. But again, I haven't I haven't played any of the main stories, so I don't know how much they would want to explore that.
4: Okay. Yeah, but, I don't know
1: how much they would want to explore that either. I um, mean,
3: one, one big thing, I mean, just off the top of my head, I mean, you know, this isn't really spoilers or maybe it changes when you go on further. Um this is a human game. There are no intelligent aliens. There are, you know, alien uh animals that you can, you know, kill or whatever. Or little sh-
1: dinosaurs and shit.
3: Um So, who knows? Maybe maybe at the end of the game you find intelligent life and Starfield 2 could be, you know, another system where you meet aliens. I don't know. Well, I was going
1: to say, yeah, like, you could just as easily just do set the clock forward 150 years and everything has changed. You know what I mean? And- yeah we were focusing on on a, on a rim world or something and the and new systems are being explored
3: yeah so i mean i i think they're not i don't know if they will because like i said i'm just not far the enough. the
0: endings it's a hey, listen anything's possible in the star field that's what they tell you <laughs> i guess the so barrett's what he says in the beginning.
3: Story or nothing, I guess it really just comes down to how much money this is going to make them. I mean, if they want another game, they're going to write you know, they're going to write a way to make it another game, yeah.
1: I think it's totally fair to, to bet on at least the next couple of years of this game, we will see a lot of uh, monetized DLC content. Because by being the first major game they've released on Game Pass, I'm sure they've baked that into their plans for development. They know that a large proportion of their people who are, quote, buying the game aren't actually buying it. You know what I mean? They're, right. So they, they got to get their rake some way. And, and I guess know, they're all the same company as Microsoft, so they win if Game Pass wins. But you, you get what I mean. You yeah. don't get DLC on Game Pass, and that's just baked into the model.
3: Yeah, I mean, and if you think about, you know, and I, don't, I obviously have no idea if they're concrete plans, but if you think about Bethesda, you know, Elder Scrolls is coming next. And then they, you know, they said they want to work on a Fallout game. So if there is going to be another, you know, Starfield two, I mean, it's it's not going to be for another ten, you know, fifteen years. Yeah, it's going to be a long time. But Yeah, I think that yeah. they're going to do. I think they're going to do, like you said, they're going to do DLC for a while to shore this game up because we're not going to see it for
1: a long time.
2: And that's I mean, also the next what thing they we'll see... do with all their games. Yeah, I
1: think the next thing they're they're going to make is Elder Scrolls 6, but I yeah. think Todd was even out there recently saying don't even think about Elder Scrolls 6 yet. Yeah. I think they regret uh, throwing up the title card after yeah, I was the fall like, of So you're ago, saying yeah. when
0: they showed that multiple t- years ago that was blow stocks up? I bet that That's was cool. the only
3: part they had. They didn't, they have literally nothing else. Not even like a name of a character. They just like make a mock-up of Elder Scrolls 6 throw it out there. Just really hate to, Just to keep,
0: it just to keep stock from exploding yeah, uh, well, from Fallout 76.
1: Oh, I'm sure that's 100% what it was. was yeah, to keep no, the stock I, up I, I really do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I completely agree. And they probably did just literally have a group of people sit in, sit in an, on Zoom for an hour talking about what Elder Scrolls 6 might look like, just so they can say they have a special project team who is laying the groundwork to building the Elder Scrolls 6.
4: Right.
2: Broken campfire um, should track down the person who uh made the landscape for that teaser trailer. The teaser like <laughs> clip just like some mountains. <laughs> get <him an> <laughs> we yeah, should, we right. should get that person on the pod.
1: Oh yeah, dude. Um all right, so, yeah, mean, they told me they told me just do whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: Give me make free it
2: look
1: rain, like they to do anything. Rad.
3: Um so a, few, right, a few things, I guess we could go around. Uh, things that I like, Starfield, things I don't like really quick. Not all of them, just some of them. Highlights. Uh, I think the gunplay is improved since Fallout 4 and 76. I think it's nothing, like I said, nothing I amazing, not changing gunplay, but it is better than it's ever been. Yeah. Feels pretty good. That's nice. Um, I like the perk system. I don't know if everybody does. I don't know the general consensus, but I, I enjoy it. Uh, uh, I'm not sure. It, it it feels, you know, I mean, I'm comparing this to I Fallout could use more 4 perks. or more. Well, no, no, no. no. I, I like, because, you know, each perk has like four sections. You know, it kind of levels them up. I don't, I don't know. Actually, I think that if you want to unlock all the perks, you need to get to, in all the ranks, you need to get to level 325. So, I mean, there's quite a few you know, ranks and perks.
1: Oh, sorry. Uh, I, I, mean, I need more perk points per
3: level. Oh, oh, definitely, definitely. Well, yes and no, because one of my biggest complaints, or one thing I didn't like about Fallout 4... Was that I didn't really feel like I was making a character. I felt like I was just like following a line to get stronger. Because you know, in Fallout Four, when you leveled up, you could put points into anything. You could put points into your special stats. Uh, you know, you had every perk just laid out in front of you, and you just had to have enough special stats, and you could just put it right in there. And it felt That's like, fair. And you know, you had so many, or you leveled them up so quick, it was just like boom, 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 boom. boom. In yeah. Starfield, I really do feel like I'm kind of specializing my character. Like I'm. Like me, I have zero points in anything social. Um, and there's definitely some times where I wish, I was like, dude, I wish it was easier to persuade. But, like, you know, I, I have That's a lot of things in are. tech. I can, you know, have a Class C ship and I've got, you know, max shields and I've got, you know, max carrying. So, you know, I've definitely made my character. But yeah, you you, you can't really be an everyman um, in this game. And I, I like that. I like that you have to kind of make a build and, and play with that.
1: There are also. The, the challenges system for the perks, I think, actually is working for me pretty good. I do like it's, it, too. It's, it's rewarding me for doing the thing that I want to be good at, but it's also making me do that thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. That is, yeah. like, a nice soft RP feature. because For example, I, I picked Cyber Runner, you know, kind of like an anti corpo cyberpunk guy was, was the idea. Uh, so I have uh, one of my things is uh, thieving. To level it up, I need to pickpocket people. But if I get in the mindset of, like, good video game guy, like, shit, I just help these guys out. Like, it wouldn't make sense for me to pickpocket anybody. But if I want to level up that skill, I have to. Right. So, you know, I, yeah. maybe, I maybe I give this old man ten grand, then maybe he turns around and I see if it's still in his pocket. You know what I mean? Right.
3: I don't know, no, I'm with you. And, you know, they're not... I think they do a good job of not making them, like, obtuse and difficult just for the sake of it, you know, like a lot of them like you said yours it's pickpocketing uh yeah. i have the like carry extra weight and all it was was oh, you i'm know, working like, on that one too uh the the first step is you know just uh be at 75 percent uh you know weight or more and run 500 meters and i literally just loaded up on a bunch of fucking nonsense minor shit and just started running up and down a hallway for about three minutes and i was like all right done uh I mean, it made sense, you know, for the skill, you know, that's yeah. what you're doing, and yeah, I mean, it's just, I don't know, it's, it's fine, it's not perfect, I'm sure, you know, there could be a better system uh, out there somewhere, but I, I think it's an improvement from, from at least Fallout or
1: in 76. Yeah, I guess it's a good thing, maybe I'm looking forward to leveling up, but I just, I just want to use some of the perks faster. I mean, if we're going to...
3: I definitely if, know what you if, mean. If you want to yes. get a little
1: negative about it, like, some of the things, like, I don't like that boosting is a perk. Oh, yeah, and I will say. There using are some my very ship basic thrusters things. as a perk. Like, come on. There's uh, also perks that, like, uh, sneaking. If you're,
3: sneaking is a perk.
1: Well, yeah, well, you can, yeah. yeah, well, I started with I that one, sneak, but yeah. But I uh, see, I didn't.
3: The, sneak I actually, meter,
1: the detection thing?
3: Yeah, I actually had to. um, There's a really cool set of missions later that are all about stealth. And I started them, and I actually had to kind of reload a save a few minutes before, go do another quest line, level up, and then unlock stealth. Um I'm pro- I'm sure there were other ways I could have run the mission. I could have been a persuade guy, or I could have went loud and just you know, but I wanted to do it stealthy. Yeah, yeah, I had that was to the way go do fell. a whole you bunch of shit. To, yeah. I had to spend a precious level up point. Well it's really not a problem. Stealth is like kinda like a skill that you can use if you're playing any character, you know. Uh, yeah, so I wasn't too bad out of shape about it. But yeah, I had to go get stealth. And then I started doing the mission.
1: Um yeah. uh, the the most annoying one I, I... I haven't invested in this, but I feel sorry for anybody who invests in shit like fuel consumption. Um, or, like, there's skills that make you use less fuel as you travel around, but mechanically, all that means is that you see fewer loading screens. Because, yeah, the, because you, the fuel yeah, is not a resource fuel. you consume. Yeah. It's just, just how, how many fuels you can, you can do in one journey. Um
3: that's your own. That I mean if you funny. pick that. I mean I guess if you a beginner trap maybe you pick it and you're like, fuck, how did I know not no better? But like nothing would force you to pick that. If you did, you're just doing that for like RP reasons or speed maybe speed running, I don't know.
1: I dug into it a little bit. Uh that one um comes from an old design of the game in which fuel was a consumable resource, and I guess that perk is just stuck. I thought it was strange that fuel wasn't.
3: I mean, I, I thought there was, like, something wrong I, I, at first. I was like, alright, when am I going to have to buy fuel?
1: Because, like... I think there's some interview where said, Todd said offhandedly that it's something they're considering for, like, a survival mode.
3: I I, I hope they do a so. survival I love survival modes in those
1: games. They're fucking teeny. I, I actually and, do, too.
3: And I, I, I like them a lot.
1: I, I, my, my favorite time, or my favorite run of New Vegas was my full-ass run where I played on uh, Josh Sawyer was the developer of the game he de- he made a custom hardcore mon after the game release I used that on my favorite run of the game it was a lot of fun <laughs> nice Um.
3: yeah I don't know to highlight I guess my, my favorite part of the game or if I had to highlight I- I'm really enjoying the just the, the quest lines Uh. you know I hate to keep just going back to the most recent one You know, Fallout 4 I mean I have hundreds of hours in the game I played it a lot I guess that's why I keep going back to it the main quest fucking sucked. I didn't care about Sean. I didn't give a shit. I thought the Institute could have been cool. It was a cool idea. And I I thought they fucking bungled it. Yeah. Um. And I didn't even think... I'm trying to think of any, like, crazy side quests that stuck. I mean, there are a few. There, you know, there's some... Uh, you get to dress up as, like, the mass vigilante. I know. They had some, some side quests that were right. But for the most part, I, I didn't think that anything was very memorable in up 4, quest-wise. Um... And I, Starfield, pretty much every, like, you know, big side quest, I mean, not like the little fetch quest, but like, you know, the, the, I guess to be the equivalent of like uh, factions in Fallout or like the guilds in, uh, in, in Morrowind or Elder Scrolls. Those have been amazing. I, I've liked them all so far. Um, and I'm excited to maybe try them at a different angle in a later playthrough.
1: I, I don't think I've done any straight faction ones because they're like labeled. But no, that's not a. a that's not true. I got, I started one, and I got, I think, far into it. I got to a point where it was taking me to places far beyond my level, so I yeah. shelved that one for now. Yeah, there'll be there'll be
3: like a different
1: uh, icon in your mission.
3: You know, when you're looking at your mission.
1: Yeah. Be, um, um, but I've been kind of pleasantly surprised by the, a lot of the other side quests that just are just normal side quests. Like, there's a if you walk around anywhere, especially your first time going somewhere. It is hard not to get pulled into like side quests left and right. Like the game is like an ADHD simulator for how Absolutely. much this fucking content is just thrown at you. And I'm not saying in like a GTA plastered <laughs> over your screen way. It's just like stuff that you would want to do in a game like this. You know what I mean? It is,
3: and I mean I don't I don't see a way around this. I guess, or and it should be harder. There's like most of the way you hear about these quests is when you're walking around. there will be like a fucking security guard. Who's like just talking to themselves, or I guess they're talking to you as you pass. So like, hey, did you hear about uh, Drexler over at Wentworths? He's having some trouble, I heard. And you're like, who the f- like, who the fuck are you? I'm just walking past you. <laughs> Why are you talking to me? Yeah, uh, but then you yeah, like pop up a quest or something. You will go over there.
1: Well, I c- I think it's kind of cool. It doesn't even give you the quest then, right? It just it marks it. It marks in your activity. Well, hey, yeah. you should talk to this person at some point. Yeah. So like, you could just choose whether you want to even popular your quest log with that quest a lot of the times instead just like wait until you want to go do it you know what I mean
3: yeah and, and I mean some of them you know have been just kind of you go over there you know do a normal kind of go to this building grab me something but some of them have been a little unique I pulled like a scooby doo This is minor minor spoilers I pulled a scooby doo somebody wanted uh, me to scare away tourists from an attraction and I did it <laughs> for them nice in a fun way there's more to it than that I just didn't want to spoil it but yeah in a right, fun right, way of course. Uh, yeah, so some are pretty good, even like the smaller ones. I'm definitely doing the quests,
1: and like you said, they got fucking legs, dude. Like, it's surprising how long they go on. Yeah, like, the, there's just a lot of there's there's totally quests where you'll get a distress signal. Some guys like getting shot at by pirates in space. You're like, all right, cool. I'll just do this quick little thing, make a little bit of money, and then that turns into like a, a couple hours long of your time doing stuff. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's all positive, and I, I think one positive I have too. It does cut a lot against the world building and immersion and stuff, but the fact that I can press R on any quest and just go there is pretty cool. I use that. Interesting. A lot.
2: That's cool. That's you like that.
1: I don't. I I I would prefer the game not have that, but it is certainly satisfying to just immediately be at a at a, at a planet or something without I having see. to run there.
3: Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, if you don't want to use it, you don't... Well, I mean, you kind of have to, because there's you, no, you, like...
1: You, you do literally have to, but, like, yeah. Uh,
3: but, but, you know, you can... There are some, you know, caveats to it when you're, you know, landing on... Uh, say New Atlantis. You know, you could land at the spaceport and run to your destination, or you you could be really fucking lazy and yeah, just like fast travel to like the lounge or to like you know
1: wherever your mission is.
3: Uh, yeah, a lot of things most. Pretty lazy. I mean,
1: but most of the time I do it. I'm like, either I just finished a quest and I'm like, all right, what do I do next? All right, I'll just go there, or I'm hopping back and forth between, like, New Atlantis and a quest so I could sell a bunch of stuff, you know what I mean?
3: Well, one thing I didn't even realize... I was actually doing more work than I had to, and I I don't mind because I found out this is kind of the recommended way. I didn't know that, you know, you could get into your ship while it's on the ground and then just do that, right? You know, you just go straight from the ground. Um, The first, you know, fucking 40, 50 hours I was playing, I would get into my ship, take off into space... And then go to that menu. Um, but I found out that's, that's the preferable way to do it because I guess you miss a lot of the random encounters of being in space mm, if okay. you just fast travel from the ground. I didn't even think about that, and I have run into quite a few. Sometimes you know, when you leave, when you're entering a star system, you know, for the first time, you know, a random ship will pop up and they'll you know ask you something, or some pirates will attack you, or something like that.
1: I guess I don't like. I'll I'll do that more often now that I know there's like actually content there, but I don't like doing that, man, because it's just all the same fucking shit every time. Like I, I we don't we don't gotta like get on a hate train, but like that. I guess the reason why I like press R to go to place so much is because the alternative is so fucking boring. You jump into your ship. Oh, you got to load onto your ship. You really walk up to the cockpit part of the game. Ship you got to fucking on. wait wait for the animation, and then you click. Launch and you cut into the same fucking cutscene you see every time, and it loads into space, and then you go into your map and pick where you go. It's just you go in and out of the fucking menu so many times in this game it pisses me off. Mm. RPGs are built around immersion. You want players to stay out of the fucking menus, like it's insane to me. You know what I mean? Do you think Ugh. that's yeah, just it, it, a it's, result of
2: their dated engine, or is that like a? It's bad the result design they made. <laughs> It, wow.
1: maybe it's the engine or not, but like this this game is not an open world game in the same way that like Skyrim is it's not one map where you can go anywhere or like it it, it doesn't want to have to worry about having a lot of zones next to each other and the loading problems that come in like they're dealing with the horizons and stuff it doesn't need to worry about that it just wants mm-hmm. to be a, a disconnected series of zones and dungeons that you have this space veneer on top of to facilitate just essentially fast traveling they they basically just asked hey, if everybody's fast traveling everywhere anyway why do we need the map you know what i mean why do we need the world around the fast travel when we could just make yeah. the locations that players want to go to that's what this game is
3: yeah and, and i don't remember the exact context this is um i want to say it's even a few years ago at least one or two but i remember we covered a, a article um, that was saying that they were having, or there was at least rumors that they were having problems, uh, getting flight to work properly. do don't even thought. remember that. Yeah. No, no, I definitely do. I'm going to try and look it up while we're doing this, but it, yeah, it just I seems like you, the but, case that they yeah. just get it to work. So they're like, fuck it. Like, cause there is no flying. You, you know, you go directly from the ground and you press a button and then you're in space and then you go know, from space. You can pick your destination. It's not like you get to take off. You don't get to land. It's all. Yeah. You know, screen to screen. Um, I would say that is the yeah, that's the the weakest part of the game. That's the biggest like blemish on it. If you were really looking for, you know, some some ship stuff. Um, yeah, so it's a little
1: bit lacking. It is. It's like I don't even. I I, I thought about this a lot because like there's a lot of people complaining about not launching off and like I guess like. It's not necessarily important to me, like, that specific thing. It's not like I'm a ship guy or or even necessarily a space guy, though I do think space is a cool aesthetic. It's just more the fact of, like, what it does to the immersion and the experience of playing the game. You know what I mean? If there was some way that I traveled around between places that did not have me going into my menu every five seconds, and the menus, by the way, are not fun or easy to navigate, um, then I... I I would I wouldn't complain, but God, so fucking annoying.
2: How have we yeah, not solved I, menuing yet? <laughs>
1: and, and that's that's the thing we have, and they're Bethesda. They're doing it on purpose. Like they just don't put the time into it because they don't they don't they don't need to. You know what I mean? I, I really think it's that. Like they make the the UI bare minimum look good enough and work with a controller, and that's where they stop. Because they know the fans are going to figure the rest of it out.
2: Yeah.
1: And while I'm on that hate train, I'm just going to say the inventory system is the fucking worst I've ever seen in a Bethesda game. <laughs> yeah, I Kurt, changed the UI, they, changed the UI Kurt told inventory. me there's a
3: mod for that, and I, I've looked it up. It, it kind of cut. It kind of minimizes everything so it's instead of having to go through like four, you know, a different tab for everything, you know, it's all on your screen at once. Yeah, uh, Greg would be able to explain cool. it better.
0: Uh basically it's um I don't know if you know or remember or if you used it for like Skyrim, uh Sky UI. It was like this whole like uh fancy ass UI, I really don't even know how to describe it, but uh I ended up read. I really like that, and uh, they made a Starfield version of it. So I just downloaded that shit, and that's what I've been using. It makes it a lot more uh, like cleaner, I guess, as a way to describe it.
1: I just can't get over the fact that the UI uses the inventory system uses like maybe ten percent real estate on my screen. Like it's insane. It's insane that that's what got past design phase. It's somebody's first attempt at a UI. Uh, um, but I, I I guess just to round out my thoughts though, like I said, I'm I'm having a lot of fun with the game, and um, I think seven out of ten my GN and PC Gamer feels exactly right. There's nothing about this game that's exceptional, um, but there's not a ton about like the actual experience of playing the game beyond the minimization, the lack of any, I don't know, the the, the the lack of a feeling of a world there. Uh I'm I'm pretty much always aware I'm playing like a dungeon simulator kind of thing. I don't know why I don't know how you a quest simulator. Um without like a whole lot behind it, but I'm still having fun with it. It's a really, really good mediocre game, you know?
3: I give it I guess if we're doing numbers, I give it an eight.
0: I would even say there's times where I would say eight, five Ooh, I would go the other way and say 7.5, sometimes 8.
1: Well, uh, if we're doing swings like that, I'm going to do... I'm going to say it's mostly a 7. Sometimes it gets as high as an 8. Other times, I might get a 5.56 five, with it. I've
3: never been there. I just, I've never been there. because I just I don't see a way around the space question. You know what I mean? Because like, how do you have a character travel that long of distances without doing some sort of 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 loading screen or something, right? Because I guess the 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 other end of it would be like that one voxel game we played, uh, where you literally do just sit there for forty five minutes, like flying to a planet.
1: I don't know. It's I don't know just it's kind of like an additive problem for me. Like that might not piss me off as much. As the fact that like once I land a new Atlantis, I'm gonna walk ten steps to the shop and then load into a screen to walk into there. Right, you know right, I mean? right. It, like at least like like okay, I I can maybe take that, but at least inside of a city zone, I would expect to be able to just fully explore everywhere.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's definitely understandable.
1: It, it, it and I get it. Like I'm not. It's a necessity of the game, man. Like, it's got to run on the lowest power. help say, Xbox dude. It's getting hardware, held back you know by I mean?
3: fucking shitter hardware. Yeah, that is frustrating. And I don't think they're going to do it. Switchster just was like a.
1: We need to fucking copy Series S. You know what I mean? It really.
3: They it really do. I mean, I, the, the only other space game I can compare it to is uh, Outer Worlds. And I think it fucking blows Outer Worlds out of the water in any way, shape, or form.
2: Out of the world, even.
3: Out of the world.
1: Uh I can't deny that.
3: I mean I, I don't think there's a single category where I would be like, yeah, Outer Worlds makes it.
2: I feel I mean, like I was, Outer Worlds was trying for something different and initially succeeds and then it quickly becomes clear that it is going to fail hard for most of the game. But like I, I feel like it's it's a different enough experience or they're trying for something different enough that it's like um I don't know what you mean. Different.
3: <laughs> I guess. I mean, I, mean I, I think they're pretty darn similar, to be honest. I don't know. I mean, they're both...
2: is, is Starfield. First, like, I, for I, of
1: like, I think they're totally satirical. different space RPGs, though. Like, like Outer Worlds is a satirical, we'll call it focused, space RPG that takes place on, like, three or four planets. Whereas, like, Starfield is a explorer RPG. Like, the game is meant to like be about going to many different planets. It's like maybe a minor right. difference in some ways, but like there are different vibes, you know.
3: Yeah, I, At least feel, that. I feel like that gives. I don't know. I mean That should mean fucking Outer Worlds quest should be tighter and even better because few of them it should and, be. And yeah. They
1: are not. Yeah. Totally should be. You're right. Outer World should have much better exploration, writing, and all that.
2: Does Starfield um, mostly does take itself pretty seriously? Like, uh, like I don't know, Elder Scrolls. Kind of Yeah. I mean, you know, tone. they give
3: you I'd say they give you a a, you know, why wise ass, you know, dialogue option some you know, most of the time.
2: Sure. But it, uh, but it maybe
3: is
1: like doesn't feel that bad, right? Because it's not like you're saving the world or anything.
3: Exactly, know? exactly. And yeah, it's not it's nothing over the top. It's you know I I could see I would say actually I, I I most of the dialogue in the game and I you know, the cool thing, you know, the NPCs are obviously all voiced, but your character isn't and I'm a hundred percent fine with that because it seems to have let them, um, give a wider. Oh, yeah, you were vote. voice
1: in Fallout Four, weren't you?
3: You were voice in Fallout Four, and you know, as a result of that, uh, there were less
1: options. Yeah, um, you had like four options. I remember that. Or four options or even, all, like, at
3: most. At four options. With like um,
1: three or four words each. Yeah. Yeah,
3: and and sometimes it wouldn't even fucking ma- not even sometimes. Normally, it would not match up one for one. It would just be like a general like oh, this is the gist of what you're going to say. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Um, I remember putting the mod on one of my later playthroughs of Fallout 4 to actually change the text of your say. decisions yeah. to the actual thing you're going to say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because
3: sometimes it was like, yeah, I don't know. Like, what they wrote was definitely, like, a different inflection than I would read or something. And, yeah, you'd come across differently. But, yeah, no, so you're not voiced. And, yeah, I feel like there are more dialogue options. And I yeah. I feel like they're fine. Yeah, I've never I even looked at any of them and, like you know, cringe or you know, anything like that. They've
1: been fine. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I like, likewise, I haven't like there, there's, there's bits of, uh, I don't even want to say this word. There's bits of Baldur's Gate three writing that sticks in my head. Cause I'm like, wow, that was a really cool line. You know what I mean? Or like, that was a great scene. None yeah, of they, that has happened go- to me yet in Starfield, but there's been, it's been fine. It's been decent. And then some of the stories have been pretty cool. I have thought about like, like some of the quests, just not like, the words people are saying in the writing. And for me, I, I'm a big language nerd. That, literature nerd. That's kind of important. You know
3: what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I feel you.
2: And it doesn't run into the same problem as Fallout 4 of like it just gives you four ways to say yes.
3: No, I don't know. Um, I, I feel like I've had I mean, I'm not gonna say all the quests, you know, some of them, you know, sure. Um but I felt on the like the the larger side quests, the you know, the guild ones that I've been doing. I've definitely had many ways to go about them, you know, either in like kind of like an opposition or like going with them. Uh, there's now, been, yeah. It could be a great illusion and maybe all of those do go to the same path. And I am really just saying yes, but, uh, but if maybe I don't know they're really that, good at making then, that illusion. Yeah. yeah. If I don't know, then I guess it do not matter.
2: So it feels um, good. It
1: feels good. Yeah. It
3: feels good so
4: far. I think. It definitely
1: feels good so far. I agree with that. Um, there's been a once or twice where I've actually just been surprised like, oh, are they really gonna? Would they really let me do that? Like things, I don't think that my might really would say a racist do.
2: slur, right? Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah, I. I think the only thing that we haven't touched on about this game that I wanted to mention. Um, there's been, uh, I think, some mixed opinions about the dog fighting, the actual space fighting in this game, but I kind of like it. I, I'm a, I'm actually digging space ship combat. It's pretty basic. I mean, it's not like there's a ton to it, but I'm enjoying gonna,
3: it. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not, you know, say whatever you want about the game. Um, it's not as complex as something like Star Citizen. Their space fighting like is pretty, pretty or crazy. Something. Or, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, I think it is serviceable. You know, I think it, I don't know, I think, yeah, it kind of gets lumped in with people saying, like, the flying in the game sucks. Um like Andy said, yeah, it's something amazing. It's not gonna, you're not gonna, they're not going to make a spin-off based on it or you know, use that technology for something else. But yeah, I think it works. Yeah,
1: I mean, I, I like it enough It's strategy
3: that... of switching you know, between you know, power, between engines and shield and weapons. And, yeah.
1: yeah. I like it enough that like my main meta, meta quest right now as a gamer in that game is to collect enough money to buy a good ship. You start with a ship, but I need a better one.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much my build. I'm going all into tech. I'm, I'm yeah, I'm making my flying stuff better. Even though you really you comparatively to the ground stuff, I, I feel like you do less of it. I still like that yeah. enough offer I'm making my build that.
2: Wait a second. I what don't that? even know this. Do you have companions in this game? You do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The, the amount of companions
1: you can... Uh, yeah, you can go ahead, John. I think you've done uh, what I have.
3: Yeah, so, I mean, you can, you know, bring the companions with you, um, you know, and they they help you shoot and stuff, but, you know, uh, like you, um, the companions have perks, and, uh, you know, say you you still want the benefit of those perks, uh, but you don't like, you know, for me, when I play, you know, Fallout or Elder Scrolls, I, I don't like the AI of the companions. I find, like, they're really annoying. They get in my way, so I don't like to have them, but I can have them sit on my ship and they give me bonuses, uh, I think one of the guys is like a really good pilot, so I have better thrusters or something um and you can do the same as outposts you know if you i haven't really gotten into any of this yet, but if you start building outposts, you can send uh you know your crew there and whatever skills they have will improve the outpost and stuff
1: um, I've not done any of that either,
3: yeah yeah, you can both bring people with you in the, uh, the traditional you know uh, ally combat sense or you can just have them in your quote unquote crew and put them on either on your ship or on your uh your space stations.
2: Okay. So are you getting ships that are like large enough to host a, a, a crew?
3: Well now here is uh, that's, that's one complaint. of the
2: variables.
3: Small complaint, I guess, because um while the ship, and I don't know if you know this anything bought a new ship. So the ships, yeah, they have, you know, different seating sizes. However a default character is capped to three crewmates. What? Um yeah. You need to. I think it's on the. <laughs> but last. I've seen
1: ships that sell five.
3: I have a ship that had four, and I kept trying to put a fourth one on. And I couldn't. know what's going on? If you look under the social perks, it's the very last, like you know, fucking rung of them, the bottom one. You can increase the you know number of crew members you can have. I think the last Bullshit. rank is eight. You gotta yeah, you gotta do social. Oh. And my guy, you know, I don't like I said, I don't have any social perks, so. Dude, that is so deep
1: though. Like, are you really going to want are you really going to need all that extra skills by the time you are the level where you're that deep? You know what well, I mean? If you,
3: if you look yeah. at the perk thing, it's not too bad because to get access to the second tier, you just need four, four points in the first tier. You don't need four of them unlocked, you know. You could just focus in on one, and then you know you've unlocked the second tier. So it's like
1: I don't know. Oh, it's, it's only unlocked. on the second tier?
3: Well, no, 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 it is on the bottom tier, so you do need more. Okay. But To put it in perspective, I'm level 25-ish, and I, I have had access to the bottom tier in tech for at least a couple levels now.
1: So around okay, level 20. so maybe it takes a, maybe it takes like 20 levels of focus on that tree to get there. Yeah, I and I
3: am, I am pretty focused on the tech tree. I mean, I've branched out a tiny bit, maybe like three or four points other places, but yeah, around level 20. Um, yeah, and then you can start getting more crew members.
1: That's all I had to say about Starfield right now. Um, I'm sure we'll update as we go on. Um, overall, it, we said our piece. I think it's a fine game, if you, especially to play it on the Game Pass. It's uh, uh, not a good RPG, maybe. I don't know. It, it's no Baldur's Gate, buddy. It's not going to end up on my uh, pick five or take five this year. It five probably up. Expected, will on
3: uh, mine. Interesting. I don't know. I'll have to look through. Yeah. But I mean, sort of an
2: expected we'll Bethesda experience as far it as It is the most do. expected Bethesda experience. Yeah.
1: Actually actually I've been I I'll just say it. Uh it's been better than my expectations. But that's good. not by much. Uh
2: and my expectations were pretty well.
1: Um uh, the being, writing and such.
2: And he didn't buy a full priced copy. So right. that's nice. <laughs>
4: Right.
3: Without getting into spoilers, I will say it's even more Bethesda than you realize
1: yet. Oh my god. <laughs> In like oh, an yeah. actual I, funny I, way, know but I don't uh, want to spoil it. I, okay, yeah, I, I know what you're thinking of. I, I know about this, yeah. Um, Greg, you actually beat the game. Before we like move yeah. on and take a break, did you have any other thoughts you wanted to share on it? Uh, No, I mean, really? dude.
0: You guys said it. It's it's an okay game. That's all I really got. I have not I I have nothing like crazy to say about it. And I don't want to spoil it. I uh I I liked it. I liked the uh the main story though. Well tell me this. Though. Did you enjoy the ending?
3: Yeah. Thumbs up, thumbs down.
1: Uh thumbs up. Okay. All right. Hey, that's nice. Something to work towards whenever I get to that in some 100 hours cuz I'm not going to do the main quests until I'm done with the game. That's the rule. Uh
0: yeah, basically there's a new game plus that you know we were told so I just did the main story and I'm going to do a new game plus all my side shit. Uh okay.
4: Hmm.
1: That's uh that was my uh my plan. Starfield, Bethesda Starfield Gamer Pass. Hey, we're running a little long for a break, but I didn't want to break up the Starfield discussion. Uh we might have a little bit more round table, I don't know. We'll figure it out. But we're definitely going to have at least a little bit of news. It'll be a shorter pod than normal. But for now, we'll send everybody off to a nice breaky break. It's kind of interesting to get into a spot for me of a game that, like, I feel like I have a lot, a lot of complaints about. But for now, at least they aren't bothering me. You know, there might come a point where it gets too much. I don't know. Yeah, I
3: guess it just depends think, on how much I enjoy the concept as it goes on. Yeah, yeah. I Like I said, I also, you know, believe everything I said. I think a big part of the game, uh, you know, that's carrying it for me is just the aesthetics. You know, if this was like another Skyrim, you know, if it was like dragons and castles, I, I probably would not like it as much. I just like looking at the space stuff and going yeah, on the cities. I know stuff. what you mean.
1: It is nice. Like, it's not even, uh, I guess me calling—if I say it's not creative, it sounds like I'm being. It, it's fairly mundane, but it works, right? Like well, it's yeah, it's
3: standard space. Yeah, it's not like they're reinventing like uh, their own style for like space.
1: Yeah, you know, exploration.
3: Exactly. It's 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 your typical space stuff. But I, I feel like I guess you just don't see that too much in it's RPGs. Like Todd said,
1: it's it's NASA punk. Yeah, yeah. I, hey, yeah, yeah, sure. But I heard Todd. <laughs> hey, I watched my brother play. He's doing a little bit of the main quest quite a bit further in. I'm not going to say anything, but the word NASA is used in the game. Uh, it's like, what? I was like, what? I was like, I, I guess it is NASA fun. Well,
3: that is true. No, I did a side quest where I met like the Juno satellite.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And like the first main quest of the game, after you meet the lodge, is called the old neighborhood. And it's just you hopping around. Uh, different places uh, in our in our neck of the woods. Totally see what they're doing there. I'm a neon city street kit. street cat, or whatever they're called. I don't think uh, that.
3: this I don't think that. I think that means you can't do the religion one, right? I know, like there's four of them, and like, you know one of them cancels out another one.
1: I think you should. Be oh fine. no, I I did a uh, religion wise. I did the great serpent. I don't know what that does. That I actually don't remember the benefit of that one, but that gave me um, an addiction to jumping. And I have to jump like once every five minutes or else my health and total oxygen go down. The fuck? Yeah, let me look it up. It's pretty sick. That's funny. It's it's one of the...
2: I just came back to hear you say you have to jump every five
1: minutes. (laughs) It's one of the traits. Uh... Uh you, you pick it a on character creation, so it's not a spoiler. It's called Serpents Embrace. Uh you grew up worshiping the great serpent. Grav jumping provides a temporary boost to health and endurance, but health and en- endurance are lowered if you don't continue jumping regularly, like an addiction.
4: So, oh, that's funny.
1: I'm reading this now. Space. It does say grab jumping. Is that literally yeah. just grab jumping?
3: Well, it's normal right jumping
1: fuck i read that wrong you
3: know, it was funny when you said jumping <laughs> i was like why did this snake people want to jump that does not make sense like i like what, dude, what i didn't
1: fucking I, I didn't necessarily want to be a snake person i was like i mean i i i i misread it and i was like oh they know their player base because i do love jumping everywhere in their games
3: but yeah you That's know yeah, dude, my dude, dude i got that fucking jetpack i love this i i boosted that up all the way i got it max ranked
1: morwen taught me to jump everywhere
3: i fly everywhere with my pack
2: I'm just imagining the snake-bodied snake people being really into hopping around, and it's a funny image—just right? <laughs> kind of flopping <laughs> up in the air,
1: coil up, and I, they spring up. Yeah, I guess my guy is a gray serpent guy. So, mm. welcome back, everybody. We're just gonna jump straight into the news. News, 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 Yellow news. for the news. Uh, Steam turned twenty years old this week.
2: Finally.
4: Gabe
1: says that uh, they had to try a lot of different things over the years. Uh, it <laughs> just made me think about yeah. like, All right. how man, twenty years is a long time. First off, second off, what's it gonna look like in twenty years from now? What's it gonna look like after Gabe does? Uh, <laughs> it could always I get know, worse. I wonder,
3: I wonder how much you know hands on he he has at this point.
1: I mean, he he made the first game and built it from the ground up. He seems to be on, right?
3: I mean, at this point, you know what I mean. It's been yeah. twenty years. You know, maybe he's just an old man who's chilling now.
1: I hope so for him. Hope he's just playing games, man. Yeah,
2: we as uh, as game players have been around long enough to. I think we kind of just we were too young for the era where it was like seen as a an unnecessary and kind of annoying like add-on that they were forcing you to use to play like half-life you know the this would be in like the late 90s um there was a time when steam was seen as like them forcing their client on you valve you know Mm -hmm. Um, yeah and it's very early iteration and to think that now it's become so much a staple that we just don't even think about it anymore (laughs)
4: Not even
1: that. We prefer if things are released on Steam.
2: Yeah, because that's where not only where our libraries are, but we know that all of its functionality and features are solid. We know how it works. We know what it offers. Um, So absolutely, yeah. And um, but I think we were. I think we were. We kind of came into it at the point where it was like still feeling itself out. You know, like yeah. I don't remember specific problems from the mid two thousands, but I remember. Um, that it wasn't always as good as it became.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, there was a yeah, like uh, just a little one of my life is like, I remember uh, I would go over to my dad sometimes um, who may or may not have had an internet and uh, Steam, if I went over there and didn't, th- and didn't like, set it up properly, just would not work without the internet. I think it's a lot better, but I'll show like that now, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah. And that actually makes me wonder, like you said, uh, I wonder what Steam's going to be like in another 20 years. I kind of wonder what like Epic Game Store is going to be like in another 20 years. Like, will they do the same kind of uh, trajectory as Steam did in its life cycle and actually improve over the years? Or do they just not fucking care and it's going to stay like it is for as long as they can keep it going?
1: Your I don't know.
2: Because, like, the other other contemporaries like GOG and, um, I mean, let's not even talk about fucking like EA shit or Uplay or whatever, but like, GOG does its own thing. And GOG Galaxy, uh, by all accounts, is, is a good, uh, client that, like, can do the, the multi platform games thing, which is cool. It's kind of what it's known for. Um, but I think, honestly, EGS is like the the biggest modern competitor to Steam in terms of like getting games on there just because of all the things that Epic offers to developers and deals and uh, free games and everything. Uh, about, it's just that they're... What's it? What, what?
3: About the Xbox Game Pass.
2: That's interesting you bring that Not up. Not really I didn't even the think same thing, that,
3: but, but sort yeah. of. In the, it's like a distant cousin.
2: It's I, like uh, the Game Pass kind of bolstered their very fledgling like xbox uh pc um storefront client experience you know like the yeah. game pass is kind yeah, of there's no more at
3: microsoft store there is, i think you just go to like where the game pass thing is right or is there yeah. still a microsoft yeah. store
1: i don't even know oh I don't they, there it is. is yeah no oh. there totally is i mean oh, but it it it's mostly stops. for like downloading software
3: uh, Good. That's where it should. It's arresting shit because <laughs> I hated it and I had so many problem Remember Gears 4? I had to download that game like fucking dude, yeah. 15 times, dude, and it was like 100 gig. I got like, a, like an email from my fucking internet provider that month like, hey man, you're, you're doing too much. Stop.
1: <laughs> yeah. right. I am so glad, at least with Game Pass, the that we seem to be beyond the, the days of it just not working. It's been a while since I had Something yeah. to bitch about with Game Pass. And, but we used to do it like every fucking week. True. No,
3: I agree. Uh,
2: so what you two are saying is completely true. I think I think actually I should add to EGS, Xbox for PC. You know, I it, like those two are, I think, I think, the ones to watch in terms of what their next 10 years are going to be in yeah, comparison. To yeah,
1: Steam. I just, I, I have no idea. You know, it's just, a. I could see, I I don't think they'll ever catch up to Steam. The Steam has such a headway and it's also like their main thing is having a launcher. These guys mm-hmm. are like obligated to have a launcher uh, for other reasons. You know what I mean? It's like Steam's focus. It is I don't such know if it'll be good.
3: Right? It's such an incredible uphill battle. Like think how much money and you know it just increases every year, every month. Think how much yeah. money people have invested in their Steam account. You know what I mean? Like
4: mm-hmm.
0: Billions. <laughs> yeah, <me laughs> kind of the only I thing. Mean. The only thing <laughs> I, I
2: would be I if got Steam ever like fucks up, hardcore or like abandons their philosophies, and you know they just go down the shitter. Right. It's yeah, just I mean, hard
1: to imagine. Though, like, I mean, maybe sorry, 20 that years probably a long will happen now. eventually. Twenty years is a yeah. long time, but like they've are, they're already on top of the world, right? I mean, they got to be making like straight bank. They're not like uh, publicly traded either. It, I, I've I've been consistently surprised that. Steam's still being the cool guy despite being a giant corpo. You know what I mean? Like working still doing the whole working with modders thing. Um they seem to be ahead of the curve as far as like refunds and like just general consumer protection stuff goes. I don't know. Um I still have faith in Steam, at least for our the medium term. Me too. Right now I think I'm just putting that faith in like Gabin and his culture he probably instilled in that company from the ground up. I, I hope they don't... The, the thing to watch for would be if you start seeing rumors that Steam is trying to get bought. I think that'll be the the end of it all if they go public.
2: Yeah, that certainly would. Yeah. Um,
4: yep, yep, yep,
2: yep, Uh, You know, we're not going to talk
1: much about this one. It's just kind of a repeat story. Um... But for the twelfth time, a War Thunder player has leaked ITAR documentation Wait, really? onto the forums. Yes, <laughs> yes the twelfth really. time. At this point,
3: it kind of has to be like...
1: We've talked about four or five oh, on this ooh. pod alone.
4: Yeah, no, we've talked say about like a rule, Like a rite
3: of passage, like you're not a real War Thunder player
1: unless you get some docs on there. <laughs> unless you get some <laughs> docs online, yeah. yeah. It's like a gang that's like getting sexed into the War Thunder uh, cult. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. You're not a Thunderhead unless you commit treason. <laughs>
1: uh, don't do that, gamers. That's just dumb. Refer to many of our previous discussions on War Thunder about why. I
3: don't know uh, the stuff they're leaking, but uh, I... am.
1: I work didn't... on some similar... I mean, not. I don't work on Airpoint or anything, but I work on documentation that is uh, covered by ITAR. I imagine it's in within the realm of, like technical manuals describe how to say, like replace a white ball you know what I mean that is,
3: that is so easy I mean I'm just thinking of you know my kind of time in the Marines it would be so easy to like just take that home you know because so I you know I dealt with trucks right I was motor T yeah uh, and we had to do preventing the maintenance sheets on all the trucks yeah your PMCS exactly yeah. uh, and to do that yeah we just take the technical manual out you know we go through there and it's not like anyone's watching them we didn't sign them out like
2: no, yeah, you just I'm, not, the I'm actually not
3: surprised that these are getting leaked. Cause yeah, it's, it, it's not like you're not allowed to use your cell phone at work, so it'd be incredibly easy for people to just like, boom, take a picture. I could, I could have showed you guys how to fucking fix a Humvee and easily. Yeah. Oh, want yeah. Think about it, it. I'm not surprised these are getting leaked, or that people, oh, no. I guess aren't thinking it is as serious as it is because it's so right. incredibly easy. Even though you do, even though it's 100 percent their fault, I don't have the pity for any of them because. At least in the American side, you have fucking classes. Like, it seems like every fucking month. Maybe it's every year, but it definitely like every month about OPSEC and what you're not allowed to do and show. ITAR and, take and, and stuff. shit. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's definitely, I don't feel bad for them. But it is incredibly well, easy, and I see why these are happening.
2: Do they put it into the form of like a funny little song? Because I could see if it wasn't a funny Kinda, little song yeah. if people.
3: You do funny little uh, web like um, work things, and. Yeah, there's like a little paper George Washington. From what I remember, there's a little paper George Washington, and he would work, he'd bring you through different little stations, and yeah, you'd have to play little games. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you're not too far off.
2: Okay, then they have no excuse. If it's a funny little song or funny little George Washington telling you not to leak classified documents, no excuse.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of hubbub in the news right now about Starfield. Uh, I've picked just one article to highlight. Um, Todd Howard says, Starfield mod support is on the way next year. I gotta say, this one kind of surprised me a little bit. I felt like um, uh, the smart money move would have been to make sure mod support comes sooner than later. But yeah. Maybe this is a, either a, out of necessity, this game is maybe a lot hotter off the presses than it seems, or um, a deliberate decision to wait until the game is more stable before worrying about modding, slash riding the hype wave longer by releasing this in like January I don't
3: know yeah I mean yeah maybe just riding the hype wave and then I'll have someone else to announce perhaps because people are already modding you know the bejesus out of it you know on, oh, for sure. on the people side um yeah I mean it'll be cool when it comes out well, actually, this article it probably, probably will be cool actually it's Bethesda they will play charge for like the simplest things and people will probably still probably still just go to you know Nexus to get their mods hmm.
4: sure
1: I, I did see in this article that uh, apparently this is in line with the timing um, related to Fallout 4 and its spot support, so maybe it's not as surprising as I, as I take it originally.
4: All right.
1: Okay, let's get into it. We have uh, a couple banger of a story. The big thing that started shocking through the waves yesterday was that Unity announced that they were going to start charging developers on the order of, what was it, 20 cents? Per install
2: per um, install
1: <laughs> Per install. Now w- let me just be upfront that the stage of this story recording 9:13, they have since walked back at least the per every install. But, right, so that means uh, if I
3: just keep uninstalling and installing my game, I could bankrupt yes. Yeah, we're going to bankrupt
0: uh, yes. a bunch of companies, we are a bunch Absolutely. of people are already planning. You, you
3: really should have given me Hollow Knight Silk Song sooner <laughs> It's a shame I have to destroy you
1: now. Oh, hey, uh, you're right though, Silk Song is, is one of the games uh, that is developed on Unity, so yeah, it's, it's totally affected.
3: I see I don't think it was actually real, i seen a joke tweet that was like, um you know, basically that, you know, you know, because Holla and I soak songs on unity and, you know, we don't think this is right. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a few years to go put it on, uh,
1: you know, <laughs> something else on real five. Yeah. Fair, fair, fair. I, I can't hate him for that. Be patient. Um, but yeah, I mean, what an insane, stupid idea like in, 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 on so many levels, like on the on the level of how do you expect people are going to react to this? On the level of can you even pull this off legally? Like, it's, it, it's, it's, it's how ludicrous.
3: Even, how do they track, how would they track installs? You know what I mean? Like, what if I just go offline and then uninstall it, install it? Like, how would they know?
1: uh I don't understand what these words mean exactly, but every install makes a call to their runtime API. So, hmm. um, they can track it. I, I suppose that assumes that you are connected to the internet. Uh, if you aren't connected, they presumably can't track you. But don't worry; I'm sure they'll find some way to install a, mall, a malware into your computer that can track that. <laughs> so right, if yeah. I
0: just install the game and I put it on like a big USB and I give it to thousands of people, would uh Would they? Would they have that game for free? Or how's that? Um, would they yes. know, Would they know no. about that?
1: Well. They wouldn't, Only if they installed it offline, maybe. Well, this isn't necessarily DRM. So, like, they get, yes. They, they, I mean, you like just like you could pirate a game off the pirate bay and do that, you could have done that. Uh, and so long as they are using cracks to get around whatever DRMs, yes. So they've since walked back doing it on every install, and now it's... Sorry. That's one of my throat. Every now other install... The, <laughs> <laughs> now it's the only the initial install uh, every think about install 20 cents okay still,
2: still ridiculous. Insane. Dude,
1: su- dude suck eggs, CEO well it's still insane because it. how do they know what is a unique install now I don't know again I made the words earlier I don't know what those words mean but from what I understand from what people are bitching about uh those words don't necessarily have the resolution that clever script kiddies aren't going to be able to and install the game over and over and flag it as a new install. You know what I mean?
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. It it's just insane to think about because what what exactly does it cause Unity anything to have people develop using their stuff? This is just a way to like rake. You know what I mean? It's not like they're like uh, well server costs are, are really increasing we we just uh, we're sorry guys but like you know what i mean it's just this is just yeah. a fucking uh, we decided that you owe us
2: and as other as people point out unity is also huge in the mobile market where installs are even more like fleeting and and uh yeah. numerous you know so it's like how yeah I don't know the, like you, I don't know the technical details of like why anyone could claim that this would be necessary or a good business decision, but it really does seem like from our perspective that it's just pure greed.
1: <laughs> I can't stop thinking my mind about how similar this feels to Wizards of the Coast and the whole drama around their new uh, OGL, right? Because it's just, mm-hmm. it's the, it's a total boneheaded move that's going to alienate consumers and content creators alike and potentially irreparably damage their brand because people are going to start looking for alternatives. And even if by now unity and wizard, the coast have both walked back some of the terrible decisions they made by now. I think wizard, the coast has walked back pretty much everything, but, um, the, the the trust is broken, right? You just know what they're thinking, that they, this is what they want to do. So they're gonna find some way to make their rake and they'll sneak it in to try to make it so that you don't notice. Speaking oh, of might as well
0: get all your money as you can. We're at the end of it. Take well, it all spe- you can.
2: <laughs> Speaking of that, I maybe you were gonna talk about it, Andy, but um the CEO of Unity is uh John Ricky Atello Ricky T. Oh, I Ricci- forgot Ricci-Ello. about that. I'm glad you brought that up. Okay. Uh he is the CEO of unity technologies and was formerly the ceo of ea electronic arts between the years of uh 2007 and 2014 which are the years where ea became a, an atrociously greedy studio and like, yep. just a terrible business um so he then flopped over to uh to unity from 2014 to now and you know he's been running the show over there for a while so it's not like he just joined them but it is interesting to note that there has been some news i don't know how like solid this information is but there has been news that he sold like 2000 shares of unity on september 6th
1: i
0: saw that as i well. did see that
2: Which i was saw six that days uh, ago. <laughs> earlier today yeah so hmm. Mm. <laughs> i don't know yeah. <laughs> We'll Can't see. keep a king down. <laughs> and the other
1: news story is going to bring up this kind of a downer. Well, I don't know if this one's as much of a downer. Uh, Sweden's Embracer is weighing options for Borderlands maker Gearbox Entertainment. In other words, they're trying to sell off the Borderlands guys. Huh. You guys remember, they bought Gearbox in... F- Two thousand twenty one for one point four billion dollars.
2: Yeah, that it's not that long ago.
1: <laughs> no. It's three years ago, one point four billion dollars. Um It's it's actually kind of confusing. Uh I haven't done a ton of work looking into this story, but like I remember uh so the only thing that I know of that Gearbox has released in that time frame is Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, which I didn't hear much of Jack's shit about. But I found some marketing statement where Tiny Tina's Wonderlands had uh, performed uh, above market expectations. Okay. So it seemed like the money was okay, but I don't know. I don't know why they decided to sell them off. It's,
2: it's interesting. I wonder if it's just like... I feel like we've been hearing about Embracer, um, divesting. published, st- yeah, divesting and having uh, some uh, failure—not not not, not flat-out failures, but like definitely like a string of maybe not successes. Uh, I, I'm trying to think of like what that includes, but I, I'm having trouble bringing that to my mind. We've um, seen
1: Embracer a lot in our. An hour cycle. I know. What you're Yes, saying.
2: that's a good way to put it. We've seen them come up and not in a like a positive. They're they're killing it way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Which is post them really kind of ramping up their acquisitions, um, in recent years. So, I because I remember I was talking about how like I you know they seem to have had a fairly good track record previous to their ramping up of acquisitions and then we were they were getting these ips from these companies and these these companies that own these ips and we were like well it could be good you know we, they could be doing something here and they could actually uh deliver but it well, also like it's also keep in
1: mind that there's been a like a little tech bubble over the last few years coinciding with the pandemic right you see it in the tech uh, job industry as well uh this is the year and around this time um i've seen uh, across the industry um a lot of uh, layoffs and uh, downsizings and um uh, show like that um maybe it's just a simple story of embracer group was riding off the inflation uh rising from the pandemic and uh made a bunch of uh purchases that were overvalued for the same reasons and now that the bubble is bursting i, I to be clear, I'm not an economist, I'm not saying there's literally a bubble that's bursting I, I haven't looked into it enough to say those words, but uh, now that, that a bubble is bursting, they're they gotta sell shit off, you know.
2: That could be it, and maybe it's actually like, um, if they've been stumbling a bit in other areas, maybe Gearbox is actually seen as valuable to them, and that's why they're trying to divest Gearbox specifically.
1: Yeah, um, maybe that's a good because, point. like, even you in this compensate article, for, yeah.
2: Yeah, even in this Reuters article, I mean, you mentioned the Borderlands DLC Tiny Tina. That one apparently was a success. This Reuters article also mentions that uh, Gearbox published Remnant 2, which was apparently oh, yeah. a big success. Yeah. Um. So maybe Gearbox is doing well enough that they're actually seen as, like, the right company to try to sell away. Um, yeah. To make back some moolah and then focus on bolstering their... Other properties and stuff that other companies that aren't doing that well.
1: Yeah, interesting way to look at it. But we'll, we'll see what the next few months hold for Gearbox. I'm not a—I can't say I've been a fan of the game since the fir- very first Borderlands. But um, I know there's a lot of Borderlands heads out there.
2: A much a bunch of I border Hey, Borderlands!
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Gray's not a border hey,
1: Hey, this is for all of our uh, uh, over-pampered Apple boys out there. Resident Evil Village and Resident Evil 4 Remake are coming to the iPhone 15 Pro. Apple's iPhone did 15 you, Pro uh, also has an yeah. A17 Pro chip that enables hardware-based ray tracing for games. Andy, did you see what game uh, just got
0: announced for phones today? With a death, death stranding. stranding. Yup. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't I, imagine I, that, I, When I saw that, that I thought phone. about that. Exactly. <laughs> There's so many fucking controls in that thing. Like, what are you going to... like? I could watch,
0: watch the half-hour cutscene on your fucking was, phone. <laughs> Dude, I was thinking like that. Like, you're playing through, like, one of the parts, and, like, one of the things, DBs grabs you and just fucking drips you through this entire area, and you gotta run through. You can't, like, do all the... It, very funny. Very funny thinking about it.
1: To be I was fair, on the bus, be... and I was watching this guy's phone, and the bus made a bump, and he dropped all his fucking packages down a <laughs> mountain. Oh, the guy was God. so
0: pissed. Yeah, they <laughs> added <a> gyroscope <laughs> controls
2: with your packages. Pretty crazy. <laughs> I think that sorry, I, I have to imagine that like hardcore phone gamers would would use those like uh, that controller thing, the controller detachment? that fits around the yeah, phone. Yeah, that's what I was right gonna say.
1: Side. It's one of those games that only works on the phone because. You're gonna play it like you don't have a phone,
2: yeah. Like you're just using a portable console or a handheld,
1: yeah. like a Bluetooth controller, shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Which, yeah. you know, for the people who need that, like who want to spend twelve hundred dollars on a phone but not a computer, I whatever. I guess, <laughs> nice, cool. I just with this, I can't imagine playing like a phone, fo- like a create, like Resident
0: Evil Four, like those on the phone. That just seems like strange. Like I play. Very rarely, like two games on my phone, and uh, those are very uh,
1: like click based.
0: And yeah. like, I have uh, actively makes sense. tried, that, that dude. Makes sense.
4: Like I've actively I, tried
1: <laughs> for content, like for to talk about on the pod. I've actively tried to play games on my phone to the point where I like on a work trip, make that the objective. I'm gonna play a game that I know I would like on the phone. I can't stick with it. Not I can't do it,
0: dude. I can't. I literally I Genshin Blue Archive. I started them by him for a little bit. Can't can't get, can't stick stick with them. Don't know what for, it is with phone games.
2: I think for the for me the reason is they're just so unimmersive that I can't put away the world outside the little screen. Like yeah. I can't I can't sure, remove fair. myself to this game mm, that yeah. I'm playing.
0: It's actually funny. Uh, like another phone game that I like, uh Grand Blue. Uh, it's actually just got a uh a regular game RPG they announced that's coming out in like a month, and I was very happy about that. So I didn't have to fucking play it as like a phone game.
2: Oh, it's coming out on like proper, yeah, yeah, sort of like a things, PC game platforms. Okay, good.
0: Like it's like an actual like RPG, not like a like a phone
1: game.
2: Yeah. All right, last story
1: of the evening. Hey, we like to say around here that the most important thing. And the news always happens after we're done recording. And it's true this week. I'm just glad that we at least know that so I can say that now. Um, Nintendo is doing a Nintendo Direct tomorrow, featuring roughly 40 minutes of information focusing on Nintendo Switch games releasing this winter.
2: Now, do we know uh-huh. if these are going to be some games we know about and some we don't? Like, are there going to be premieres of this? Do we know?
0: Uh, I don't think I, we know anything yet. I think what I just we said just, is the sum total of what's okay. known. Just, yeah, just whatever's. Like well, this that actually year. kind of
2: bodes well because, like, the sometimes they these conferences will, or these you know direct type things will say, don't expect anything new. Uh, and then we know not That's to. That's fair. Yeah. So I mean, it is. Well.
1: Uh, we're getting to the Christmas season, you know? It's time for them to. Do their, you know, it's usually around the, around the time that a lot of companies try to release big things. So for sure, how that goes. All right. Thanks, everybody, for joining I, us tonight. Uh, hold
0: on. Hold on. Oh, I ahead. have go one ahead. new Sorry. story. Uh, I just wanted to say, I don't know if you guys have seen uh, Square Enix. Uh, their stock uh, prices, they have uh, they fallen 30% uh, from the peak this year uh wiping really? out almost two billion off the company's market since Final Fantasy 16 was re- release. I'm surprised I that mean, was it was Final a, Fantasy uh, I mean, Alright, so yeah I've, uh, I've, I've so, heard some
1: things about Final Fantasy 16, but they seem well, to be Well this like, isn't
0: about this isn't about Final Fantasy. So this is from this is a uh VGC article. Uh but like uh like someone said uh they they this is very uh like just disingenuous because it's Square Enix releases like dud after dud after dud like Babylon's Fall for Spoken uh Field Chronicles. I don't know if you guys know what that is. Uh they oh. did all that crypto NFT shit that was going on. Right. So like right. oh yeah. He the, you those are all yeah, see? So uh, people like that's clearly those are the reasons the companies, you know, lost two billion. But they uh they put it up to like, oh yeah, man since final fantasy 16 came out it's been uh they've been losing a lot of money Ooh, rough 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 right dude imagine losing two billion dollars <laughs> like that <laughs> gotta- i can't
1: i certainly can't
2: um just i i, I just saw something else uh in an article yeah, that i was yeah. looking at that um makes something i said earlier worse about the uh the unity situation not only What's did that? uh did uh uh, Ricotillo sell two thousand shares on the sixth, but he has sold something like fifty thousand six hundred and ten shares this year without purchasing any. Man, what a cool dude! So it's even worse than just like the two thousand he sold the other day before the announcement. He's been he's been uh, getting rid of shares this entire year so far. I guess
1: uh, the next question would be whether he has year on year habits of. Doing buying and selling during these periods of time. The reason right. I'm not so, I, I was cagey earlier when you brought that up, and I'm still cagey now because most extremely obvious cases of insider trading probably aren't really insider trading. Like companies like this have certain windows in which you're allowed to buy or sell stock uh, if you work at the company often. Um, I don't know. I, I'm just saying. It requires more analysis to like point to that, even though the correlation seems very obvious. I won't deny oh, that. Oh no, that's you a good I mean?
2: point to bring up. Yeah, yeah, you're right.
1: Not that I have anything to protect about this John o guy, but like,
2: at the no, same time, we just, we're, maybe, we're just maybe just you don't get number that number, and we don't know everything. Yeah,
1: and he's been in the game a long time. Like, he knows what insider trading is. You know, I'm not yeah, even saying he's yeah. a good guy. I'm just saying like this would be a very dumb mistake to make.
4: Yeah. yeah, But hey,
1: listeners out there, this is a real and honest statement. I'm gonna get going. Brass tacks, chips down. If you out there have two billion dollars you want to lose, you can send it to brokencampfire@gmail.com or send me a tweet at brokencampfire, and we can discuss um, the best way for you to lose two billion dollars in, in in an investment in a small video game podcast run by just some rural country folk from the midwest 50 percent chance i can double that money for you
2: (laughs) double baby maybe now that they're getting rid of gearbox embracer can pick us up
1: hey i'll work for embracer i bet i could shit out a better game than borderlands 3 (laughs) i can make a better game than borderlands 3 (laughs) i mean that's easy mode yeah dude Hey, Vito, when you listen to this, I hope you had a safe trip. I uh, hope you make it home okay. Um, Dusty and the Dazzlers really missed you. We're looking forward to our continued adventures. I if hope your Vito, a hand, God,
0: Vito crumble into when dust. When you hear this, oh my I, won't, I hope I'm the first person to tell you. Do you know they found aliens? They were talking about aliens in Mexico Congress uh, today. Real. Real
1: confirmed aliens, boys. I mean, he's heard about what happened in New York, right? Like, he's got to know that by now. No, oh I don't think we told him that. So.
2: He's in a pretty rural part of Italy, so.
1: Well,
0: <laughs>
2: he'll true. know
3: when he comes back and, uh, you know.
2: Comes back to where,
1: John? To where? <laughs> you know. The real question is not where, my friend, but when.
4: The end? When no like when's he coming back? I need to play more Baldur's oh, Gate.
2: Oh, I don't know.